Good morning and welcome to Gart Kosh in Glenboig uh, Parish Churches. It is wonderful to have you with us uh, this morning, uh, listening in, uh, whether you downloaded the service or you're listening in on the telephone. Uh, it is an opportunity for us to gather around God's word uh, and to sing uh, his praises. My name's Mark McHugh and I'm serving as an inter-moderator here uh, in uh, the church at this time. Uh, but I'm really uh, just uh, helping out uh, Dave uh, for this time as he steps back up uh, in uh, the number of days uh, that he's uh, working. And I'm delighted to say that Dave is taking most uh, of our service uh, this morning. Uh, he uh, You'll even hear him sing uh, as Tom and he have recorded some uh, songs uh, for our service uh, today. Uh, you can sing along uh, if you download the words uh, from uh, the website uh, or just simply listen uh, to Dave uh, singing uh, those songs. In Revelation 1 uh, we read grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and is to come. Uh, and from the uh, seven spirits before his throne, from, from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us, and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made to be, us to be a kingdom and priest to serve as God and Father, to him be glory and power for ever and ever. Amen. He is the one that we've come to worship today. And we do so in the words of our first hymn, Here is love, fast as the ocean.
very warm welcome from me to all joining with us today or at whatever day and time and place you are listening. If you are listening on Sunday, uh, you can tune in this afternoon from 4pm to Facebook, uh, to the church's Facebook page, if you're able. I'll be going live uh, with a cup of tea just to chat uh, to see how people are getting on. Uh, You can post comments and I'll interact and respond. I've been trying to do a bit of interaction with uh, some polls, some votes on on how we want to see worship develop, uh, both on Facebook and Twitter. So this is another attempt to try and get some interaction. Please note that while I'll try and get it on the church Facebook page, it might actually be on my own personal page and I'll have to share it across. We are also setting up a service for people who don't have Facebook or internet in general or a computer that they can use easily to listen to the recorded Sunday service by phone. Uh, We'll need to get the word out to those who aren't listening to this just now. So please spread the word to your neighbours, to your family members, anyone who doesn't have internet access or who might find it useful. It's a local phone number, so the rate is local, and the number is 01236 809095. That's 01236 809095. Please tell anyone that you're telling about this that the first voice they hear will be an American accent. It's an American service. Don't worry about that. It does say Gartkosh and Glenboig. And also, there is what seems like quite a long pause. It's only maybe a matter of 20 seconds or so before the service actually starts. But do stay on the line uh, and listen to the service, which uh, we will generally be keeping around the half an hour mark. Uh, But as those who are familiar with my usual services know, sometimes that can be slightly longer or slightly shorter than planned. Also, for keeping in touch, we have the church WhatsApp group, which uh, members, adherents, regulars, basically anyone who's part of the church families in either congregation might wish to be part of. And if you do want added, please contact myself or Catherine, my wife, uh, to ask to be added to the group. As you know, uh, it was a while before uh, Easter that I wasn't working regularly. And as I said, when I did Facebook Reflections on Good Friday, which some of you may have seen, thank you to all for your prayers and support, to many folk that covered different roles, to Henry and Betty as session clerks, and indeed uh, to Billy uh, as uh, assistant session clerk, uh, to Tom and Barbara, uh, clerks to the board, and the various other uh, office bearers, uh, treasurers, and so on, who have kept things going. To uh, Alan Donaldson, the Reverend Alan Donaldson, who covered the last four Sundays before lockdown, Reverends Derek Hughes and Mark Malcolm, who uh, have performed funerals and pastoral cover, uh, and the Reverend Mark McKeown, who has been and is serving as interim moderator, something which will stay uh, until I get back to full time on my phased return. This month I'm aiming for one to two days per week working, but do feel able to be in touch with me as you normally would, and uh, if I'm not able to take the call or or deal with it right then, I will endeavour to get back to you. As we don't have the same opportunity for news time as we do in uh, a live uh, church gathering, perhaps uh, we can note some recent birthdays that I'm aware of, but feel free to contact me with shout-outs if you'd like them in future weeks. They've included in March Henry McNaughton, Margaret Blair, Mary Potter and Susanna Slater. Uh, In April, Senga McAloney, Hannah Orr, Catherine Slater... Lisa Richmond and Maria McShannon and not forgetting Derek Hughes of Easterhouse Parish Church 
I know that upcoming this week are Lorna Campbell, Nate Duff and Jean Dunsmore. Um, there will be ones I have forgotten that I'd heard about but have missed and those that I didn't know about. Um, do give me a shout if you want mentioned. Also, uh, while celebrating birthdays is an unusual uh, in these times then, uh, so are funerals. And you may have heard of or may have missed some of those who passed in the last several weeks. Uh, I'm not sure which news has got out and which has not, so sorry if this is a duplication. But please keep in your thoughts and prayers the families and friends of the following, and I'll give the date of their funeral in each case. Alexander McPhee, 12th of March. Robert Downey, Bobby, on the 19th of March. Violet Martin, on the 23rd of March. Karen McPhail, on the 24th of March. Philomena Moles, on the 26th of March. Alexander MacDonald, that's the son of the late Glenboig elder Willie MacDonald, not uh, any other Alec MacDonald that we know and love. Uh, Alexander was on the 6th of April. Gaynor Liggett, uh, another well-known person, on the 20th of April. John Gray, he's the widower of the late Helen Gray, uh, who was a member at Gartkosh. His funeral is yet to come on the 28th of April. Rita Lane, uh, elder at Gartkosh, on the 30th of April. And Jimmy Adams, a board member at Glenboig. His funeral details are still to be confirmed. I know that does seem like a lot, but it covers the last two months while I've been off. And as I say, you may have heard of these through other means. Families will still appreciate your prayers and support. One way that you might wish to support if you feel comfortable and able to do so and you're not shielding at home is that uh, in some cases, families will plan to have a departure from uh, the family home or from the village. And if you wish to come out and show your respect, uh, I'm sure that would be welcomed. However, please only do it if it is suitable and safe for you and please make sure you are adhering to the usual social distancing measures if you're standing at the, the, the side of the road. For example, for John Gray, um, I believe the family intend uh, to depart from the family home, uh, which is in the Wilson estate, and then I think to travel through the village uh, past the church. So you may wish to uh, be out. That's on Tuesday the 28th and probably about half past two. The, the, the funeral itself is at quarter to three. might be uh, thereabouts. Um, equally, uh, for Rita Lang, I think the, the plan is to depart from Loch End Road outside uh, Gartkosh Church again. So that would be Thursday the 30th. Again, probably around the, the half past two mark. Let's pray together. Father, we do want to thank you for all uh, that you have given uh, for us, uh, for that uh, deep, deep love uh, that uh, you have for us and that we see uh, in your Son, Jesus Christ. Uh, we want to thank you that because uh, he died, uh, we uh, can live. Uh, we want to thank you uh, that we know forgiveness uh, and life uh, in his name. Lord, we are sorry for the ways in which we have offended and hurt uh, one another. We're sorry for the ways in which uh, we have uh, grieved uh, your heart. Uh, we're sorry for the ways in which we have doubted uh, your power and your control in these days. Uh, and so, Lord, we come to you this morning uh, and pray that as we spend this time together in worship, 
uh, that we would refocus and reset uh, our hearts, our minds, our whole selves uh, on you, uh, that we would leave uh, and end this time of worship uh, knowing that you are one uh, who rules and reigns and is in control and knowing the deep, deep love that you have for us. We ask this, our prayer, in Jesus' name. Amen. The reading today is from Luke's Gospel, chapter 24, verses 13 to 35. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognising him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked, about Jesus Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and the rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels, who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He asked them, How foolish are you, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken? Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he was going further. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognised him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they they found the eleven and those with them, assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and he has appeared to Simon. Then then the two told them what had happened in the way and how Jesus was recognised by them when he broke bread. Amen and thanks be to God for his gospel. I wonder how you who are listening to this are feeling. Perhaps you're a regular seeking some familiarity of a church service in the absence of a place to gather. Perhaps you're someone who hasn't been to church or hasn't been back for some months or years, either because you just got out of the habit or because something happened that put you off. Perhaps you're just someone who's looking for something to keep you occupied during lockdown. All are welcome here. And there are no reserved seats, no one to say you can't sit in this seat or that pew. No threat of the roof falling in, because of course you've not walked through the door of the church building. You gather to listen 
and at other times to watch and who knows what will happen. John read our passage there from the Gospel of Luke set after the promise and excitement for disciples to listen to this preacher, Jesus, to follow him, to recognize that he was somehow different with authority, not like the religious temple types. Someone who was radical, who spoke of a God of love, yet also a God that challenged the way people lived. They'd gone through the expectation that Jesus would transform and even overturn the normal order of things politically to get rid of the Romans and have some self-determination again, or so they thought. They'd been disappointed when things apparently went so wrong that he was arrested on trumped-up charges, given the unfairest of trials, and condemned to death. And now Cleopas and his fellow disciple, potentially Mrs. Cleopas, we don't know, were on their way home to a village about seven miles from Jerusalem. Quite possibly they'd travelled in, especially for Passover. They had this experience of speaking to a fellow traveller going the same way, who apparently hadn't heard Jesus of Nazareth, heard of Jesus of Nazareth, or of the events of what we now call Holy Week. Yet it was this traveller who explained to them how it was all intended, planned. It was a fulfilment of prophecy. Some writers estimate that Jesus fulfilled 40 to 50 or more prophecies from the Old Testament. It had to happen that he would suffer. And it was this traveller who assured them that the women who had seen angels who told them that Jesus was alive were in fact right. So in a process that took some time, perhaps it would take, I don't know, two to three hours to cover seven miles, Cleopas and his fellow disciple were taught and put together what they had known and experienced with what their fellow traveller explained, expanded on and gave them new perspectives on. As they got to Emmaus, they invited their companion to stay and eat with them, to show hospitality, as would be expected and understood in that culture and context. It was at that moment where their guest took bread, gave thanks and broke it to share with them, that suddenly there was a realisation, a familiarity with that particular action, and they knew who he was. He may then have disappeared from their sight, but they had that moment of recognition and understanding. Both in the church and in the world, people sometimes talk about a road to Damascus experience or a Damascene conversion, a sudden, a life-changing happening as if you were blind but suddenly could see. That could be both in terms of what you believe about God, but also of other beliefs, a political change, a different view of society, or or whatever. Most of us, I suspect, though, don't have that kind of journey. Many more are road to Emmaus type people. Again, applying both to our faith and belief, as well as to our other views and opinions. We journey along. Perhaps having made a conscious decision that this is the road we need to be on. And there might indeed come a point when we go, aha, it all fits together. But there is often the realisation that this is not just a single moment, but a culmination of a process. Cleopas and his friend recognised that their hearts burned within them 
while their companion talked and opened the scriptures to them, even though they didn't know who it was at that point. It was that moment of breaking bread, of sharing hospitality together, where they recognised who had been their companion all this time. And so, what of us? Where might we be on such a journey? Have we yet wondered who this Jesus is and thought about finding out more, listening to what Jesus had to say, to follow his teaching? Have we previously decided to be disciples or followers of Jesus, but then been disappointed by the realities of Christians like you and me? It's quite possible Gandhi was quoted as saying, I like your Christ, but I do not like your Christians who are so unlike your Christ. You might have that experience in or out of the church. But don't let who Christians are put you off who Christ is. Are we waiting for someone to explain scriptures and prophecies and why it had to be that way? Or are we waiting for that moment, the personal recognition of one who knows us well and we know or want to know? One who sits and eats with us, who shares the closest parts of life with us, if we will invite him in. As the psalmist writes in Psalm 34, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. He saved the one who called out of all his troubles. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. If you feel like you would like to respond to this, perhaps you can pray along with this prayer or simply say, Amen, I agree at the end. Dear God, I believe in you. I want to believe in you more. I want to trust Jesus. I want to follow Jesus. I want to taste and see that you are good. I know I've got things wrong. And I'm sorry. I know your people your church have got things wrong too. Forgive them and help me to forgive. I want to understand more. Help me to read your word. to understand a little more each day. Help me to welcome Jesus in, to say, stay with me, for the day is almost over. Amen. I agree. Let's continue in a spirit of prayer as we bring our prayers and intercessions for other people. Lord God, we pray for our world, a world going through challenging times. We pray for the scientists and others researching treatments 
and those who are caring for folk. We pray for our political leaders, trying to find the right way forward, that they may be given wisdom and insight. For the frontline workers, those in key roles, those who are always remembered, the doctors, the nurses, those who are sometimes forgotten in the list of and all the others, such as social workers, home carers, district nurses, health visitors, delivery drivers for Royal Mail and other delivery networks. We remember the workers who can't work from home, the teachers who are looking after key workers' children and trying to support remote learning for many others, the nursing home and care home staff, the blue light services, the cleansing and refuse collection staff, those putting on skeleton services. We remember all those many people who are working from home or who are on furlough and perhaps trying to keep themselves occupied. Help them and us to do our best, to stay safe, to reduce issues, to stay socially distanced. We think of the isolated and shielded, those who have to take particular care, those with compromised immune systems. We think of all those who may be missing church and those who are wondering what church might look like at this time and what it will look like in times to come. We pray for those who are able to maintain their givings, either put aside to donate and hand in in the future, or maintaining or renewing standing orders through the bank, along with their gift aid declarations where appropriate. We remember those whose financial situation is insecure, who might need to review their givings downwards. And we thank you for churches, food banks, volunteer groups like the Northern Corridor Community Volunteers and Glenboig Development Trust, and all those who are providing emergency support, food parcels for people who are living on the edge. We also remember those who, as individuals, are doing this on a more ad hoc and under-the-radar basis, but are nonetheless uh, providing that support. We pray for those who are ill. We give thanks for those who've got through COVID-19 and other diseases and conditions. And we remember those who are still fighting. In particular, we want to bring to you Rebecca, a cousin of Lorna Campbell, uh, who's a, a frontline member of staff, a nurse in the air, who's had uh, a lot to, to go through in terms of illness and has uh, had a recurrence uh, of illness. So we pray for her, for her mum, Margaret, for her baby, Rory, and all the family. And we ask that uh, the treatment will be uh, appropriate, will be effective, and that she will get through this further illness. Lord God, we pray for families of those who have passed away during these times, whether due to the virus or indeed from other causes. In particular, we remember families and friends of those who we named earlier, Alexander McPhee, Bobby Downey, Violet Martin, Karen McPhail, Philomena Moles, Alec MacDonald, Gaynor Liggett, those whose funerals are upcoming, John Gray, Rita Lang and Jimmy Adams, and perhaps others known to us, who come to mind at this time, those who are grieving, those who are ill, those who are struggling in whatever way. We seek your guidance in deciding later how best to give opportunity for more to pay their respects uh, in memorial services or elsewhere. And we pray for ourselves. Help us, help me in any fears, anxieties or concerns I may have amid the COVID-19 crisis. Help us to find practical ways to respond, keeping ourselves busy and occupied whether working from home, furloughed, volunteering or retired. 
Help us to listen for your voice, read your word, and perhaps feel our hearts burning within us. Help us to recognise your presence at our tables, in our homes, on our daily exercise, where we're able to do that. For we ask it in Jesus' name, and share in the pattern of prayer that he taught his friends. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever. Amen. Thanks so much for joining uh, with us at this uh, time of uh, worship uh, that we have had together uh, in Gartkosh and Glenboig uh, Church. 
Uh, we'll be back again uh, next week. Please do uh, spread the word. Let people know that they can uh, that they can listen in uh, online or through uh, the telephone uh, service. Uh, it is wonderful uh, that we uh, can do this uh, in these unprecedented times that it is so important uh, so that we can keep our hearts and our minds focused uh, on our Lord, our God uh, and our Saviour. And I do wish his richest blessing uh, upon you all. And as we close our time together, we're going to hear uh, that uh, blessing being sung uh, to us in this the blessing all praise and thanks to God's. Mm-hmm.